into it. All right. Welcome back to another edition of Just Kicking It podcast. We are back for all the listeners. Before we get started, all listeners, we did a live show. If you're on YouTube, you already seen the live show. But for our audio listeners, at the end of this show, we're going to tack on that conversation uh, with, my, with my boy and me, him, uh, that was an Arsenal fan. I wish we would have had him on after the Arsenal uh, debacle, uh, uh, right after that, and then the Everton loss. It was just, it was L's after L's that Everton was taking right after he was talking. So he's real interesting yeah. considering that. Yeah, me, no, go ahead, jump on um, in, man. Yeah, definitely shout out to him, man. Um, and, and I definitely ran through my mind, like you're saying, that, that Everton game. Uh, definitely <laughs> heart went out, went out to him, but thank you. Uh, thank him for joining the pod and, uh, definitely our, our guest today, Double D. Go ahead and Double introduce D's him. Back, man. Thank you for being How's back. Everybody feeling, man? It's been a, a busy, oh, well, an eventful week in world football. So, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's get right into it. Um, the Champions League draw redraw, uh, that happened today. Initially, they had us with PSG. Um, I was, I, I was kind of, I wasn't, I wasn't freaking. Out. I was more like, oh, they would do that too. That's what. And then I saw Chelsea got Lille. I like, of course, they would get the easiest draw. <laughs> That's what's going on. Loving that, man. Loving that draw for us, absolutely. I mean, we we couldn't really ask for much better. I mean, y'all got it twice. That's the killer. So in the redraw. Meant to be, meant to be football god shining, you know, shining yeah, on that 50 50 that Byron was sitting there too, boy. It was sitting there on that. But the way that works out, though, man, what's interesting is like the way that works out is sometimes those thing on teams are surprising because that happened, um, that first, uh, that first COVID summer, yeah. You talk about had, with, like, um, two, with uh, what you call it, uh, uh, it wasn't Leo, it was Leon. Leon went far. Leo, no. Leon went right. far. Didn't because I, th- I think it'd be Juventus and somebody else. Because they went to the semifinals. Right. They, they ended up in the semifinals, but I don't remember which. I think they beat Juventus, Juventus first, and then they beat somebody else, and they got to semifinals mm-hmm. and lost to Bayern. Because I've seen them play a little bit. They have a lot of team speed, so I have seen that, and uh, so that maybe they could be some type of, uh, you know, formidable opponent. I mean, because everybody's going to be good in Champions League, so there's always that. But it is pretty interesting how that did happen twice. Uh, <laughs> like you said, it was just meant to be. That was the matchup we were supposed to see. So what? Well, how was y'all feeling when y'all saw the, the initial, like, oh, they got to redraw it? Like, that there's somebody – I don't even know how that's possible in well, with my all initial the computerized stuff. Was, had it happened before? That was my initial – my initial thought. Has it happened before, B? Was it, is this unprecedented? I, I don't recall them having to re, redraw one before. Yeah, no, um, I, I kind of did a double take at it, like, huh? And it kind of <laughs> clicked, the light bulb went off in my head, and I was like, no, you know, that, that that's that's not right. So I, I figured <laughs> right. that it would go to a redraw. I didn't know if they were going to do a complete redraw, which I think you almost had to to make it fair. But no, right. um, very strange day in football, man. And, and, and D. Fry, you were on it early this morning, right? Yeah, I was up early, man. I, I was up early uh, getting lunch ready for the little one, man. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know all, all my stuff. And so I got my, I got the uh, little small jo- uh, TV on in the kitchen trying to get some stuff going. It was like uh, Man U versus PSG. I was like, oh, no. That was my breaking news report was uh, <laughs> we answered my, my phone on the way to work. And I was like, oh. I'll hit him up when I get when I get to the job. I was like, because I hadn't read anything on that. 
Oh. I, like, I literally hit him up. I was like, of course we got PSG. Yeah. That's, that's immediately what I said to him. Of course we got PSG. Because <laughs> me and him have been talking about this for months that we were like, watch them put us against PSG, no matter what happens. <laughs> and it's like, at, at one point, my initial thing when I saw the PSG part, I'm like, oh, snap, bro. Like, then I started, I, the next thing, I'm like, this actually might be a good thing to play them early in the tournament before they could get any real momentum and chemistry going. That's what I was thinking about that as well. So it's interesting, I, uh, you know, that, that's, uh, that, that's, that's quite a breakdown. That's quite a take. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, interesting. I mean, I, I mean, the first thing would be, uh, be uh, hit up on Twitter. First thing he said was the Super League was like, what's up <laughs> with that Birdman handle? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. No, 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 definitely. I think we was uh, we was definitely right on the same page immediately saying Super League, uh, you know, they got to be sitting back saying, see, we told you. I mean, they can't even get a right. ball that's, right. That's major. Um, and, you know, I mean, that, that's exactly what they're talking about, you know, creating the best matchups consistently. Why not have a structure where we're going to get the best games time and time and again? Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Right, right. Because I can see how a lot of what they were saying as far as a counter to the situation was that uh, was just even thinking about what we consider, what we could consider fair play across the board. Because that's kind of what they're, I mean, I guess the motivation for what they're doing with this complicated draw system that they have. And I've never, I've never watched it live, but I've seen, you know, the replays when they show like the little actual picking up of the balls type right. thing. It's, it's like, I know why they're doing it that complicated because it's, they want to make it fair, but it, it's almost maybe, maybe this exposes that it's almost too complicated. Yeah, and, and I think that's the right word, uh, complicated. Why is this tournament so, so, so complicated? Uh, I mean, it's almost a rule for every rule. And um, I mean, I think it just kind of came back to bite them right in the ass today. Sure. What is UEFA doing? Yeah, really. It's with UEFA. So my next, uh, after I was just reflecting on what happened, like this really, and they announced they're going to do the redraw and have the time and everything. I started thinking, I'm like, for me as a, particularly because I'm a, a huge Azuri fan, the Italy national, national team. And I really feel like this particular generation for Portugal is kind of, it's kind of their, you know, now or never type situation. Yeah, yeah. It's all coming. This so it's like, that causing the question how y'all do the draw for the playoff for the World Cup qualifiers and where Italy and Portugal end up in the same pool like that to where, wait a minute, like, so what's really going on with the system that y'all are using for these draws? I mean, what is the solution to that? Because I think that's a, a super valid point. We see it all over the world. I mean, is that something where FIFA really needs to step in, be the governing body and pull all the strings and ensure this sort of stuff doesn't happen? I would think so. That's what we want to see them to be is more of a, a, <laughs> an invisible third party that mediates as opposed to an authoritative figure that has the rules for everything because they have each continent. I have, you know, they can cover what they need to. But so my I, question is with this, this is the this is the kind of the back end jacked up part. You really, really think about it. You know, the 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 setup and staging is going to be different next year. We are adding four more new teams and it's going to be like what, like a rotisserie like schedule where you're going to play 10 teams, uh, five home, five away period. 
in this, I don't know, it, it doesn't even make no sense when you look, it's like a matrix. I don't know, like you play five, five, the best records, and then it just, I don't even understand it. So, so they really do want to make a Super League, in other they, words. So they, they, yeah, they want to adopt How are you going to be to do this and you can't even do a pot B, A, and B, just picking out one team versus another team, and now you're going to make it a 30-team theme where you're going to just five play. And then it's going to be gonna be mad like, oh, what? How do I get to play? Got to play PSG and Bayern in my five away. And then wow. they're going to come up with something that doesn't necessarily – Fit the nature of oh it's going to get i already saw this is going to get ridiculous it'll be something where there'll be like regions or something like that and it's like wait a minute man like no yeah. somebody like a portal somebody Turkey play over there on the road they're gonna play Bayern on the road they're gonna play at real madrid like <laughs> but they're gonna have they're gonna be at home versus salzburg so like that's a- <laughs> no 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 um you're absolutely right, man. I, I don't understand what's going on with this tournament. Like you're saying, the, the, this next uh, next year is, is just mind-blowing how complex it is. At, at a certain point, you just kind of mentally check out and you say, uh, the money's driving this thing. They want the best matchup in the final. That's ultimately what we should get. Uh, but leave is it, that leave what, it is that what this for? Is that what this that's new another good point is for? That's another good point. I think that's also... Uh, I didn't know that just to let everyone who may not have known that know as well some of the rules and stipulations that they have in the draw as far as um, the matchups that can go so you can't play somebody that you were in the same group with with that that makes sense to to everybody I'm pretty sure like you know so we want to avoid seeing a, a, a third matchup between these teams which I wish the NFL kind of would do something similar with uh, some of the playoff formats but you also can't play somebody from your actual league which right. is interesting. I didn't know. I didn't even know that until today, and that does complicate the draw quite a bit because you you end up in situations where what happens where uh, what was that like? Well, that's how PSG had ended up playing Real Madrid like, is because of that. Like one, one year, wasn't it like out of the sixteen teams, you got four four English teams all qualified for the round of sixteen? So it's like, and none of them can play each other. So that really manipulates the entire draw just from from that. So. Yeah. You know, it's a lot that goes into those. I mean, it's the same thing in NCAA yeah. tournament. You can't play uh, anyone in your comp from your conference in the first two rounds. I didn't, I didn't know that either. Yeah, that make and it makes sense after you hear it. And then you add on to it, BYU makes a tournament. They can't play on Sundays, so like that makes it even more complicated for them. I didn't know. Like they don't play. You can't play on Sundays at all. So all their games got more like a scheduling thing. Plus, with NCAA, they they're able to depend on regional borders to a degree. Granted, you know what I'm saying? Like you still have it where uh, North Carolina could be the number one seed. In the and they go play in Greensboro. Like, right, right, right. But, you know, for the most part, as far as like the filler teams, you're getting people from those actual regions. So it, it maybe maybe Champions League could start. And that's kind of what Super League was thinking about. <clears throat> it to be uh, the regions, it kind of plays into it. So maybe if you're not the, you're in a, a strong region, like you're in the England, whatever region. So yeah, you're the sixth place out of that. So we're going to move you over to some other place where the competition is not as stiff because you you made it in or whatever. And I, I think all the roads are kind of leading back to the Super League. And I mean, that's why it's so <laughs> interesting because Super League is basically giving you an episode of Versus 
every match. <laughs> you know, like that's kind of the thought okay. process. And yeah. I, I think that's... UEFA could could take away some things from but, but hey, that's an excellent point on the NCAA tournament too. And we're gonna have to uh the offseason B, we're gonna have to do an episode every team and what rap group they would be. Oh. Like well, during the offseason when we ain't got much to talk about, like yeah, before the World Cup, like yeah, all the major twenty teams, and like what rap group or what rappers they would be. <laughs> oh, no, no, and you know you you've done so many of those different polls over the years, man. We we got some reference points. Yeah, already to, to speed up yeah. the whole process. Yeah, so. spread awareness for these teams. So let, let's jump into the draw here, the real draw, not the uh, fake one. Um, we can start off the top, the big big one that was supposed to be us uh, versus PSG, but PSG versus Real Madrid. Does Mbappe get hurt before he play? So he wanted to play his new team. Wow, that's that's interesting. Mm. And, and second question before y'all jump in, gentlemen. This is my second question. My first one was actually a, a joke. My, my my second one's a real one. It because he can sign in January as a free transfer and stay on his team for until the window opens for the summer because he's a free agent. The thought was that he was going to sign for Real Madrid in January. And just play out his rest of the year for PSG and then join them in June. Mm-hmm. Can that would that what would would the fair play come in? What what would could happen? Like, can you not sign him now? Or like, what is that? Or what do you do in that situation? Mm-hmm. Well, three things with that. Uh, well, first thing I'll say out of the three is that I don't think your first question is too much of a joke. And I don't oh. <laughs> no, I'd almost right. actually like roll it into question two as well but but to, i want to get back to something that uh, brandon said that was um you know true about is anybody as a neutral fan we want the best matchups in the final that, that's what we're we're dependent on them to help us guide, guide it to that point and so uh, it just feels like when i saw this matchup it, it's a letdown because this is something that i want to see as a semi-final or final if yeah. it were, i don't want to see that in the round of 16 game when there are still teams, not to give them disrespect, but this is just as a outside fan, there are still teams like Salzburg, Lille, Juventus at this stage, and they're, uh, you know, so how they're looking right now. There's still teams out here that are, you know, still in the tournament, are not facing, you know what I mean, like something like this. They can go on further in a tournament where I really didn't want to see y'all more than one. Because y'all, you know. Uh, that's I, I guess it's hard to articulate it fully because I don't want to disrespect those teams, but man, PSG or uh, Real Madrid—that's something that you want to see later because of that Mbappe part as well. Because he might not play; it might be some some backroom. Uh, you know what? They get in like some big blow up argument. They give us a story in the uh, media, like yeah, he's he sprained his uh, his gluteus uh, in the hot tub, so he's like a bit of <laughs> It could be like he cuts Leonardo out and. Science paperwork and I'm not playing. Now I'm gonna jump in there too. Like, yeah, I didn't take your first question, deep prize a joke at all. Um, you know, I'm, I almost see it like kind of how they treat um, a player that's out on loan. You know, you don't play against the the, the team you're your, your, your parent club, even while you're out on loan. So, you know, there is some sort of you know backroom handshake contract where you know the, the transfer is going to go through. I think that becomes a legitimate legitimate possibility and be interesting to, to see how that plays out. Uh, picking that game, Real Madrid, PSG, I, I got I to ride with PSG on that. Um, you know, and I agree with, uh, with Double D, man. You, you don't want to see that matchup so early. 
Uh, I don't want to disrespect those other clubs either, but I understand what you know where you're going. Um, Juventus is playing Villarreal. Let's just keep the it big real. clubs, the the clubs <laughs> with the storied histories. You know that's who you want to see later in the tournament bump heads. Yeah, I'm going PSG as well um, um, on this one. Is yeah, I just I I mean. I, I can't I can't see Messi getting dropped in the first round two years in a row. The thing, the only reason I would like to see PSG win that matchup is because magnitude of the big names and the drama that those big names bring. But to be honest, who's playing better right now? I mean, it's probably Real Madrid, even though you know they their league is not. It's kind of equivalent though. One of their leagues really gives us as far as you know who's going to win the league. For both of those. All right. Next up, we got Sporting versus Man City. I like this. See, this is the kind of round of 16 matchup you want to see. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this is what you want to see. Like, all right, we got City who we think could win it all. But, hey, man, y'all better not look these guys because they are feisty. They get up in your face and they got some skill. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you you absolutely right on this. I mean, of course, I got Man City. I mean, it's the, it's the obvious pick, but um, right. it's a match worth watching. You're going to get <laughs> right, 90, right. 90 minutes of, uh, of of a good watch, man. So, I mean, that's what the Champion League should be delivering at this stage. I'm going. I mean, I mean, it's Man City, but yeah, City, I, City's the favorite, and in- oh, damn thing, yeah. <laughs> All right, next up. Salzburg versus Bayern. They, I guess, I guess it's a player on Salzburg. They said it's supposed to be the next up, uh, heir apparent to Lewandowski. I, he's, it's a 19 year old. They supposed to be the truth that I was mm-hmm. uh, listening to uh, British radio, and they were like, "This is like a setup, basically, for his tryout to be like then to sign right. him on the next come up." I forgot right. the player. I'm gonna look him up. Uh, I can't think of his name either. But this is once again, this is the beauty. This is when Champions League does what it's supposed to do so this is going to be a this is wonderful because not only is it you know i mean a good as far as uh you got a big name versus that's not so well a known name but it's also like a regional thing too because it's right austria and germany that's a that's a Mm -hmm. no it's a rivalry too that this is like a small rivalry as well this is this is awesome so this is going to be because and it also uh, a quick little reference to uh and yet, this is this is kind of a type of team that you would see as by is uh we lost the D. Oh, there he is. There he is. Go ahead. We lost you for a second, D. Okay. You go ahead, go ahead. We got you. Uh, Salzburg is one of those cool like Ralph Raniak type teams as far as leaning on like team organization and team uh, press cohesion. So it'll be interesting to see them coming up against, which I feel is maybe the most complete team, maybe not the overall favorite over everyone, like with City, Liverpool, everybody involved. Uh, But Bayern is such a complete team to where they could play any style. It's it's pretty cool. So this will be a a nice game to watch as well. Yeah, no, no, you know, I, I hate to be uh, such, such agreeable, but I mean, I see it the exact same way. Uh, it's Kareem Adini. It's like your brother, Kareem Adini. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I was checking his name. Uh, what is he, like Nigerian? Uh, uh, this, I'm looking him up now. He is... He might be Egyptian, right? 
But uh, definitely, I got, I got the Bundesliga Giants. He's German. He's German. Okay, my passport. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a whole different, different <laughs> But uh, no, no, man. You know, I, I definitely got the Bundesliga Giants uh, walking away. But it, it should be a fun match. And you're absolutely right, man. Salzburg um, team uh, cohesion. They, they got a nice, a nice young club, a production line over there. So you know, for Austria, it should be nice for them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's he, yeah, he's German. How is he German? I mean, I know how. That's the whole thing. Like, that's the World Cup episode show, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's Nigerian and his mother's Romanian. There you go. <laughs> Yo, hey man, hey, shout out to our African brothers and sisters. They be getting everywhere, man. Black, black people go. <laughs> they gonna make hey, they gonna make you wait. Romanian, you picked up a Romanian oh, wife. Oh, bro. <laughs> hey man, hey, there's oh, a brother, brother, there's a brother in Iceland right now, trying to make it happen, baby. Uh, it, right now, Iceland. It's all, it's all about the ease of the immigration process. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what, hey. <laughs> well, wow. All right, next up we got uh, Villarreal oh, versus yeah. Juventus. Man, Juventus better win this one. That's all I can say. That's. Juve, yeah, yeah, they should. I'm take gonna them. go with Villarreal just because I think <laughs> no. Juve is like in 12th place. I think it's Serie A right now. Some crazy, right? <laughs> so they they have to win this just off of uh, just to save. They're not gonna be in Europe at all if they don't win this whole tournament. So they're literally they're, that's crazy. That's what Leon was going through last year. I mean, a pandemic year. They they didn't even qualify. Oh yeah. In their own league, they were seventh in their own league and couldn't. That was like basically it was like we're not going anywhere. So we, this is it for us. This is our Super Bowl is this tournament. Yeah, I, I got to go with Juvie on this one because uh, I'm just taking a look online. It says uh, out of the last 25 times they played uh, Villarreal, uh, 16 only 16 draws. Uh, it looks like five losses. So. Yeah. I like it. Plus, I want to see McKinney, you know what I'm saying, put in some work. That's always cool to watch him play. And Chiesa, I mean, they, Juventus has, they have star players. It's just a, it's a peculiar. I mean, going back to what y'all said at the beginning, this is the worst nightmare matchup for this whole thing. Villarreal is in like 12th Terrible. place in uh, La Liga, and they're like in 12th place in Serie A. It's like. Wow, so these are the two matches we got. You know what? Like thinking of a group, I mean, you don't always have control over what groups you're put in in that in the uh, Champions League. But this speaks to that when you're a favorite of handling of how important it is to handle your business. You know what I'm saying? Juventus won that group. So we, you know, say y'all can say whatever y'all want to say about us as far as not performing up to a peak level. We we won the games in front of us that we needed to win to put us in this position. And I, I respect them on that level. You know what I mean, but I mean no yeah. because PSG. You have to think about it on a longer term thing for PSG. PSG came second in their league, so that made them already in a lower pot for the group stage selection. So yeah. that's how you end up with Man City and uh, uh, Leipzig in your group because they came in second, tricking it off to Lille last year. Yeah. Then yeah. you don't win your group, so that's how you get Real Madrid in your first round matchup. And is that, <laughs> is that what we're saying? Is that maybe? How you lose someone like an Mbappe, or is it, or was that is it vice versa? Or was losing? Oh, no, I think he's been gone for years. Never his to go. I don't think it's nothing they could do. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what, that's what I mean as far as like, because 
I'll say it like this, like especially if we uh, use it as an analogy for any type of relationship, if he wanted to be there, he would have signed that extension already. You know what I'm saying? If he was with who he wanted to be with, I'm going to make the necessary move. I'm not going to just let my lease run out and just be like, you know, I don't want, I don't know where I want to live next uh, semester, sweetie. I'm still trying to keep it up in the air. You know, you don't want to be there anymore. So you want to move away and do something and you don't want to say that. He wants to leave is why he didn't sign an extension. They they offered him an extension already. So he wants to go. Is that yes, why? That, he, you're absolutely right. That's that's clearly how this works. And it's just, you know, more the uh, unwritten rules of football. But obviously, same like you're saying, same thing with Pogba. When the contract's in front of you and the numbers are right, why are you not signing? I mean, that, that oh, doesn't you want to go elsewhere. So it's like, yeah. And that's why I say, like, is that maybe why the inconsistency is there? Because that situation is inconsistent? Or is it? inconsistent play of the team frustrating that individual star to where I don't want to be here anymore. And it's the Neymar effect, man. Neymar's the dude you just don't want to kick it with. Like they sounds good like on paper to <laughs> hang out with him. Like he's a dude you be like, man, dude, they over there popping bottles. They doing it over. And then you actually get over in the crew hanging out. You like this is a horrible dude to hang out with. He's gonna try to take all <laughs> the women. So we got practice tomorrow. Man. <laughs> so so you, you saying the whole the whole setup is there, but you like damn, but Neymar over there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm good. I'm good. Hey, look, you you a risk not even going in the booth. You like, you know, I was gonna get my crown at, at the bar. I ain't even, you know, what I ain't even worth it over there. Cause Neymar gonna take all the girls. He gonna he, and he gonna maybe fight somebody else randomly. Like it's just gonna be an unpleasant night. Now, now keep in mind, one of your nights may be crazy dope with him. No, he may be in a good mood, and y'all doing it crazy. But then that next Saturday, you know, you in a fight now. He he now he like yo. Oh, so you got shorty number. Oh, word. You know, I used to holler at her. You're like, oh, word. Okay. <laughs> I can see they bar. I can see they bar being right? exactly. That's what, like, you know, and it is cool. And it is like totally helped the skelter, man. Yeah. And PSG's hampered by that contract. They can't even make no moves. Well, I, they were making enough moves, though. Because I mean, well, I mean, they got Messi on the low, low. That's what and, I say. Now, I'm going to add something to the end um, that uh, me and Double D have talked about. And I want to present this later on. I'm just going to. For everybody's going to tease it, future is Barcelona been running a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> so we'll we're gonna tack that on as our last uh question. Okay. It's a no, it's a real thing that we researched. Me and Double D had like an hour conversation about this, and we really looked at the numbers. We're like, they running a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta run this down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so let's keep with the championship. It's interesting though when you dive into it, it's pretty interesting though. Yeah, so. All right, next up, Inter versus Liverpool. Oh, man. I like this matchup. This is it's a heavy one as far as name goes with Inter Milan, but they're not quite up to their usual glory. However, this team is dangerous. Like, this Inter team is really, really good. I like this matchup. I really – I like it because especially it's a – you can see it as a real change in styles. Like that, man, that, that really high intense pressing of Liverpool and that more methodical and trapping style of Inter. It, it should be a really good game. Um, Liverpool, I, I have Liverpool as the favorite. Um, but yeah, I like this game. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to go straight up uh, <clears throat> Liverpool. You know, I, I definitely think, you know, Inter's a, a worthy uh, worthy opponent. Right. But the way, the way Liverpool is, uh, is playing, uh, 
right now hitting on all cylinders, man. Um, even with their limited depth, I mean, I think they're getting the most out of their players. I think that continues. I want to add one other thing with uh with Liverpool too, and it's kind of it's not just Champions League related. It's related to their their form as a whole. Man, I am extremely impressed with the fact that it's their midfield because the midfield, it's such a rotating cast. You can't, like, you can you can pick, when you think of Liverpool, you think of, even though Jota and Firmino kind of can flip-flop, you can picture in a front three that makes Liverpool what Liverpool is. But when you think of the midfield trio that they come out with, it can change game to game. And it seems like here lately they've been using cast that, you're not even really as familiar with like Oxley Chamberlain's been playing a lot. He's been playing well, balling. Curtis Jones been getting a lot of tick. We've heard of him coming up, but he's getting a lot more tick this year. Um, they had some uh, criticism, not criticism, but it was kind of um, comments about Tiago Alcantara about maybe he's not clicking with the team as well. And that's been completely 180 from that the last month or so. Like he's been in this crazy form uh, but he's not playing he doesn't have to play every game because it, it's so many things in uh Nikita Jordan Henderson it's like they're just rolling and it's like I said some people I can't remember their names that have been playing in the last month and it's like well we, they should be able to beat them look who they're playing in midfield and then they still can't even touch the Liverpool you know like threaten them it's it's, it's a it's amazing uh, you're absolutely right, man. Um, maintaining the level, no matter who's on the pitch, that's that's one. And, and you got to you got to give credit to the to the manager for that. Uh, yeah. We see a lot of other clubs where you know one piece missing, it's a whole different ball of wax yeah. out there. So, no, that, that's huge. And uh, Tiago, like you're talking about, man, he's just like the TikTok uh, that deep lying playmaker, just pinging the ball all over the pitch. I mean, he he really. Uh, really it's, it's the glue right he's really he's really settled in in the last like two two months here he's really really clicked in with that team it's, it's all right uh next up we have our own manchester united versus atletico madrid <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> i like this man because um this which also, this is what like Manchester United was at the center of this entire situation for the redraw because the initial thing was uh, we I got matched up with Villarreal. Like Villarreal was the that was our initial opponent. Which, as we stated earlier, you can't play somebody that was in your group. So that right off Jump Street, the draw is all suspect. We try it again, and then they make the actual human error this time and switch that up. And I thought whenever I saw that, like, and it was it was with Atletico Madrid, and they didn't put us in the pot with them, it seemed like, you know what, that's probably who we should have talked about that soccer guys thing, how they pointed towards something. I'm like, that's what they want us to play. Sure enough, you know, we end up getting messed up. A lot of people have been talking about, you know, they're going to press us. They're going to do all, they, they're going to grime it up, all the dirty stuff. Um, if you look at their team, they don't have nobody. They got two people out from red cards uh, from the lead, uh, from the, uh, <laughs> From the Porto, uh, okay, uh, gotcha. like, yeah. from last, from uh, that I want to talk about it after we finish this as well. But the Porto fight, two players were our red cards from there, so we, they sitting on those, and those don't get erased. Even that, oh, it was other yellow cards too. It's a mess. It's a mess of an event. But mm. those yellow cards don't get erased until the quarterfinals. Uh, 
That's pretty. So easy. even if somebody other people come out and they jump a yellow, another yellow card up, you got five, you out the next game at the next fixture. Yeah. So, but I think they're gonna muck it up, and he's they got a great manager. Um, but I think we pull it out. Ronaldo has like never lost to Atletico Madrid basically, and ever in his life for real until he went to. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So you already know what that pregame. Uh, oh, you already was. know he's hyped for that. <laughs> he was all about that. Uh, and I think he would have been up, been ready for that Messi challenge too, because he already. Oh. Don't, and, and, and if we win this, we're going to get PSG in the quarterfinal. Bar no, don't <laughs> look. They ain't going to have no computers there. They're just going to come out with a sheet saying this is who we decide for everybody to play. <laughs> man, man, that's let, a little better. Let me jump Round in. Round of 16. You know. So, I mean, who else would have been at the center of this madness <laughs> outside of Manchester United? So, to, to, to me, it, it was only right. I mean, I, if you had to told me another Not once, club, but twice, too, Brandon. Not once, but twice. Woo-sa, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I got to go with Atletico Madrid. Um, wow. Like this, said, is, this is what we're going to talk about pure man, this is I'm GP. I'm GP for a little. No, 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 no. I, I, I always use the eye test. Um, common sense, right? You know, so, you know, Jal Felix is not is out for the season. You know this, right? I mean, just doesn't know, matter. Luis Suarez just got hurt. Yeah. Again, again, we're talking, again, what we're talking about is uh, clubs that perform well in these sorts of tournaments. The sort of culture, you know, that's built within these clubs. It starts with having a stable foundation. That they're missing two of the top, the top three yeah. strikers, like their front line. They only have one person left, is Griezmann, and you believe doesn't in Griezmann. Matter. Doesn't matter. They're one of the deeper clubs in La Liga um, and academy wise as well. So, so I don't have any, I don't have any concerns in that area. Um, you guys are really trying to find yourselves. You know, I, I, I saw you even threw in your little tidbit with Ronaldo. He, he's never, virtually never lost. Well, there's a first time for everything, right? And, um, you know, if, for, for what it's worth, man, I got to go with uh, Atletico. So what? keep in mind, we have a, we'll have a healthy Varane back a healthy Pogba back as well. And you're saying that you just think it's just a runaway? <laughs> Pogba's mentally checked out. He may be No, no, he needs to get, this, to get some checks. He <laughs> needs to show, like, I need whatever team I want to go to to get them checks. He don't want to play himself like Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder did. He want to oh, make sure that check is available. Was, I don't even that think was, that's a real possibility for that to happen. <laughs> Uh, his, his track record of performance uh, at the highest level is is way different than Schroeder's. That, that's not fair. But um, no, man, I don't I don't think that it's a you know a guaranteed uh, blowout by. Oh no, no, I wouldn't say it's guaranteed, but I, I think we I think it's we're comfortably the favorites. <laughs> One thing I would say though, to 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 Brandon and to anyone that that feels Atletico is the favorite. Uh, One thing I would say I could see what they're saying in terms of um, that term. A team identity, how Atletico Madrid knows what they are right now as opposed to Manchester United, who does not. But the thing with that, and this is where it becomes critical because of when we play. We don't play until February 15th or 16th. By the time we get to that date, this Manchester United team is going to be, well, potentially, they have a more potential to be dramatically better than Atletico Madrid does. The, the Madrid that we'll see of February, uh, February 16th is probably just like the one we're seeing right now, as opposed to we're going to come in as a different team. 
Ragnarok is here, baby. That's the thing. Yeah, it's it's already started. It's, it's already started. Ragnarok has already started. He's out here. He's out here getting Martial upset that we can ship him out. He's already shaking up the boat like he should be. It, it's just a beautiful thing to watch a fan base. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just a beautiful thing to watch a fan base just go hook, line, and sinker. No, no. Look, and I'm there. I look. I'm I'm, I'm not. I'm only optimistic just for this round. Like if we go, if we come out. And they throwing us against Liverpool next round. I'm like, we out. You know, like I get like I'm I'm realistic, unless I see some major results, but I've seen we've keeping clean sheets. You know what I'm saying? The hands been keeping clean sheets for the last I'll few sip years. on the Kool-Aid, bro. I'll sip, I'll sip it. I'll sip it. <laughs> yeah, not a whole I ain't guzzle. I'll sip it. I'll, sip uh, it. I'll say that I, we are favorites to for this. And if even if we play PSG, if we don't play Bayern, I'm confident that we, we even win our quarterfinal. <laughs> Unless we play, unless we play Bayern or like you said, Liverpool or City, we're gonna win that quarterfinal. Oh, Chelsea, we ain't worried about no Chelsea. That's, I mean, that's oh, look, we, we, look, we, 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 we taught, we tied y'all at the crib without Pogba, without Varane, yeah. without Ragnarok. So many knots going on here. <laughs> that's that's it. That's I'm sipping still, uh, just to see what flavor it is, but I'm not full on drinking. Ragnarok is here though. Um, Yolnir is actually. Under production, they're trying to get the forge going right now. I mean, it's, yeah. it's almost here, though, man. Look, look, and look. This is the this is the thing that's a sleeper, and I hate to admit <laughs> this. He got Lindelof playing well. Lord knows, I don't know. <laughs> who, I was like, who is that? Who is that listen, guy? Listen, listen, you you guys can try to tag team me, go two on one, but the facts <laughs> remain. Neither one of you are sipping the Kool Aid. Both of you guys are taking straight shots back to back to back. Just, that's what I'm hearing. That's the translation of what I'm seeing. And, and listen, I understand you got to believe you got to start somewhere. Um, but I, I need to see long term success. Um, you, you know, you guys got lucky at the I mean, I, This is the thing coming from you, though, be saying this. We, when is the last time y'all finished ahead of us in, 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 the, in, uh, in, in, in our league? For you to just be saying, like, yeah, all this. I mean, when is the last time y'all finished ahead of us in the league? The past is the past. What I'm talking about is what I see in front of me. And, and and I'm not even as boastful as I normally am. I don't know if you've seen me freaking out on Twitter. I think we need a goalkeeper in January. Yeah, you're freaking out with that, man. You're bugging. <laughs> Mindy's good, man. Stop it with that. You Stop know, and, and, and Rudiger. Rudiger keeps me up at night, man. Why y'all want to sign that, man? Y'all want to extend him? I'm like, Marina, 400000 a week. Get the <laughs> out. Write the check. Man, is he 28? Man, he's he's like he's 28, 27, 28. He, Isn't he, he, he's hands down the best defender in the Premier League. 100%. Oh, oh is it Emma Van Dyke? It's always Van Dyke. Gives you more than Van Dyke. I mean, just how many runs forward he's making per game. I mean, the he's man, playing, he's playing great this year, man. Because and that's he's actually, um, nobody can really even duplicate that three back system because they've been. It's been. It's not necessarily revolutionizing the game as far as how it's choking it up because he does it on the left hand side, and then either if it's uh, Chaloba is kind of like the second. Who's the other guy? That's the, uh, Christensen. That's his name. Yeah, yeah. It's he's like they always come up to like choke the field up from their position. It's pretty, pretty good how they have it uh, going right now. Yeah, I mean, and one two penalties uh, helped us win the match. I mean, the guy's all over the place, and I, I think definitely like uh, he's been getting some shots off too. He had that uh, he had that crossbar against us. That's right. That is a couple times this year. He's come up and let him lose. I think he's got to be uh, in that early conversation of uh, Premier League Player of the Year. 
God. Or at least like the 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 um best eleven. The defenders, the defenders never get enough love. The defenders never get I enough agree. love. And, and this year probably won't be any different. But I mean, and that's not me just being a Chelsea supporter. But no, no, no okay. I mean that's that's it's ridiculous that your Van Dyke didn't win the Ballon d'Or that year. That that that's true too. That year he was. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> that year literally he could shield a whole section of the goal for himself. And like with goals. and make you lean to another direction. Well, you know, what I mean that's that's really talking about Chelsea. Uh they take on Lille, uh the uh league yeah. uh, um uh champions. Yeah, uh, man, let me jump in there straight away. I mean, I don't think anything could have uh been better for us. Um it's right, a, right. It's a, how worried were you with the redraw happening? Yeah. Like they go they gonna screw like how bad were you like they gonna put I us felt like it was a setup, man. I felt like it was a setup. <laughs> I really did, but uh you know, man, hey, the, the, the gods they shine down on us. I think I think we repeat, man. We're the champions, and um those are the Don't repeat. No, I'm here. Somebody I'm, repeat. I'm seeing what's happening on the pitch. I'm reading the tea leaves. I'm reading the tea leaves. Only thing, th- this is the thing, no, that, that Chelsea hosts for that, all right, maybe Sporting can pull an upset. It's going to be like, yo, I, and then they're going to draw that team and pull the upset like they did with Porto last year. And then they, they'll get the other side of the bracket where Byron and PSG on one side, they get a depleted Real Madrid with everybody gone and they back four, and they, they'll beat them, and then they'll be in a championship. And it's a one-game setup. Against Man City, and then they can win. That's 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 their that's their 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 uh, road to a final championship. Doesn't matter how you get there; it just matters if you lift the trophy. See last year, you saw us on the podium. You see, you saw us with the winners medal. I can't wait till they put y'all against Byron in the next round. I just can't wait. I can't wait. The fact that y'all got Lil both times, it. Also, it kind of lowers the credibility of the redraw. You know what I'm saying? It was like, because <laughs> the, the, the probability of this happening, it's like, what? How do you come second in your group and get, and, and, and you know, whatever, but then you get the easiest winner of their group. Go get it. Y'all should have got IX. Y'all should have got IX. Listen, all I can do is play the team that they put in front of us. That's all that we can do. And, and mention the Ajax, shout out to Ajax, uh, who's playing uh, Benefica. That's okay. our last matchup. Yeah. That's going to be an exciting game. Um, yeah. Ajax, hey, look, I'm going Ajax. Ajax ain't no joke. <laughs> I no. watched their last game. A Sebastian Holler, who used to be on um, West Ham, is yeah. leading the uh, uh, Champions League goals with team. <laughs> Wow! Wow! <laughs> yeah, that's you know, saying that's saying a lot of, for for him. I don't know if that's more the league or, or, or his personal performance, but uh, no, no, he's leading Champions League with ten. Oh, the, oh, okay. I thought right. you were talking about. No, the, no, no. I mean, he's leading the Champions yeah. League with ten goals. Ah, okay. Shit, man. He's on fire. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just and keep in mind, he got sent to a developmental team at twenty nine years old. Right. So this he's is supposed to be on his way out. Yeah. Right. So it was like a weird, it's a weird thing. He like, all right, I mean, I guess I'm gonna beat these young boys and we go and he's, ball and he's your uh your, your classic target man, you know, slow, right. tall, right. you know, bring the ball down. Yeah. I think it for me it it, it kind of um and kind of anytime you have a striker like that, like true target man striker, it kind of speaks to the the work of the, the team around them because they they it tells me that they have a very uh well coached 
team in their roles. They know like the people on the outside must know exactly what is expected of them and what they are are you know are being asked to do, and is to feed in to the danger areas in the middle of the box. And so they they're they're consistent with it, and it's like, it's sounding like they're very effective with it as well. Yeah. It actually sounds like hearing his age as well. It makes me think about the Juan Mata situation. Uh, because like being that old, and I can see a team maybe like that with youngsters that are coming up that are fly, but we need one person to solidify us. Let's get an older cat holler, put him in there with IX. We got all these young wingers and cats around us. Let's put him with that, finish it off. He's scoring goals for us, and it's quick. Ten Hague was a actually a, a coaching option for Manchester United that rumor had come up, but. He's got them playing so well that it was like, man, I got to see this thing out. So Yeah, and now you mad at him? No, nah, it makes sense. And, and shout out to Sebastian uh, Holler, who's French, but figured out a way through back channels to become an Ivory Coast person in the last two months. <laughs> and he's now an Ivory Coast because he's been on that French squad. Man, no, no, man, no, 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 for real. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, baby. He's, it's probably his wife or something. No, his mom. Remember, I remember, I, remember I was telling oh, you. That's right. His that's mom. Right. Hey, that's ah, right. mom is Ivory Coast and his, mom, and his dad is uh, French. White yeah. French at that. Yeah. So his two great. older brothers and sisters are full Ivory Coast. He's the only one that's biracial. <laughs> he's the French one. They the, uh, yeah, man, and he ain't never been to Ivory Coast kicking it, but he's on the Ivory Coast <laughs> kick now. <laughs> they ate but he actually could score a lot of goals on that team. I mean, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With double D is Bappe, Griezmann, and yeah. all them, he, he knew he knew what it was. Yeah, yeah. No, with double D is describing at Ivory Coast, all the wingers. You know the wing backs playing. You know service. He'll, he'll just live off quality <laughs> service, and and that's what you're seeing at uh, at Ajax is is um, the difference between consistent quality service versus not having it. And, and right, a guy yeah. like him can can feed. So everybody, everybody's uh, got their their ends, their rounds for that. Has everybody checked out the MLS Cup? Um, the, at New York FC won the MLS Cup. Uh, nobody expected it. Um, but it feels like, in general, with the MLS Cup, it's never the team that you think is going to win it all. Mm. Um, and I don't know. Uh, sh- do you think they should do two fixtures for the for this? Never for the final. Um, and, but, but for these other rounds where you, like, it'd be yeah. like uh, HCB no one, which is cool, but it's like, man, like, do we really want this? I mean, like, the year LAFC had, like, everybody on it, and they get knocked out. You know, or the year when uh, when uh, Zlatan was on Galaxy, didn't they get upset too? Yeah, they didn't make it. You're absolutely right. That does seem like a reoccurring theme in MLS, where um, the, the 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 lead horse never seems to make it. They they never seem to make it. They always bow out early, and something uh, crazy, uh, you know, seems to happen. I, why do you think that is in MLS? Is it the inconsistent quality of play? I think it's more so the format. Um, I just think the format is more. It, it's American style. We love that's what I was about to say. It. It's more American style format. So what we're seeing, we we as a soccer community, we thrive off of that playoff style of any professional league. So it's like, and that's what we're seeing. And when you thrive off of it like that, it's two different seasons. And so whoever won the just the regular season, it doesn't really translate over 100% into playoff ball because it's a different environment. And that's when we end up seeing. And then it's also shorter amounts of games. And when you lose, you know, you, you lose that um, that huge edge that you have with the season. And that's like, 
that's a war of attrition. You know what I mean? So it's like you got to build yourself a whole different way when you're you're building it for a drawn out campaign as opposed to just that blitzkrieg action and just gaining the game. So it, it's it's a lot different. You think it's the quality of play, B, or you think what do you think? I mean, I mean, you know me, I've never been a fan of the uh, quality of play on the pitch, unfortunately, man. Um, you know, I, I, I think Double D's point makes a lot of sense, uh, or maybe to a degree, but I, I you know, I kind of challenge and push back, like even with the NBA, like, yeah, you know, an eight could be the one, but typically you're going that to- That doesn't happen the, too much. Yeah, big guns are going to advance. And, and, and MLS, I mean, it's just, everything's a crapshoot, like you said, two completely different seasons. That's why the regular season don't really have a whole lot of value. And it's hard for me to watch and justify uh, another subscription package. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, eh. even if I fall in love with a club, it's still unlikely that they're going to progress. One quick question um, for the the two of you in regards to like that, uh, that more American uh, mindset when it comes to sports, which these two sports really, we were as we were talking about this, just really came to mind like uh, baseball and in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Out of those two, which do y'all feel like really can it almost because, like I say, it's a two different season, it's like two different feels to those things. Like, which, I think which, NHL's tightened up on that too. The NHL, like, it's really gonna, like back in the day, it'd be an eight seed when the whole thing in NHL, but now it's tightened up a lot more. You, you're not, you're yeah. not gonna see too many Las Vegas Knights teams. That was like a special season. Most time you'll see that top one, two, three seed kind of win it, you know. That's kind of how I see NHL. But baseball, I think baseball's tightening up too. Don't it feel like I don't really see too many wild cards going all the way either. Okay. Are y'all Canadians will win up over here? Yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> baseball definitely is, is giving us what we should be seeing. Um, and, and traditionally, they, they always do. Um, yeah, when look at, you know, the Stanley Cup playoffs, you're right. I, I think maybe the past five years is kind of tightened down and you're getting the results that you should. But you were right. There was a time period in the early 2000s, mid-2000s, where yeah. the NHL shit, anything could happen. <laughs> right, you get a hot goal. That's why I say with baseball, too, is like you get a hot – you don't see that as much anymore, but you get a hot pitcher – or pitching F and it's like, oh snap, like, yeah, y'all, y'all just got the wild card, but y'all got the people that want to pin it on the ropes because y'all are, you know. Well, I think I think it's I think that extra wild card game that the wild card team has to play now, I think that may have affected them for that okay. next round because now I gotta go, or especially if you were like the last team in, I gotta go to San Diego. I won <laughs> there, I was the away team, then I gotta go all the way. To you know, let's say you playing uh, the Cardinals. The now I gotta go all the way to St. Louis, and then I'm the away team there for two nights, and then right. I gotta go back to San Diego, and then I got my game three, game four. It's a lot on that. They put more pressure on that team. They made it last in. Yeah, yeah. Baseball is such a such an intricate sport in terms of um, the subtle techniques of it. That's why I, I like it. I uh, put a lot of similarities with soccer in that regard, as far as being a young American audience member or anybody with kids and things like that. It's, it's a weird relationship between athleticism and technique to where you got to have both, but technique is probably even more important. It's kind of like how it is with baseball too. It's like technique still paramounts all. Yes, the people that are pros are incredible athletes, 
but first and foremost, they are technically fundamentally sound at that sport. You know what I mean? So it, it is very, and it's a very unique skill set. You know. All right, my Thank last topic that I wanted to talk about. Oh, go ahead, Double D. No, no, I was just uh, making that that uh, analogy. Last topic: Barcelona is running a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, the reason I came in and I figured this out is I was, I, uh, me and Double D was telling me like, man, like uh, we were like, what are the richest clubs in general in sports? All right. So, the Dallas Cowboys are the richest club in the world. Period. Like value wise. All right. Barcelona is the fourth, I mean, the third most valuable organization, fourth most valuable. Or this is by Forbes magazine, May of this year. They're the fourth most valuable organization with a value of four point seven billion dollars. Thirty four percent change each year is the uh, average of the, them going up in value. Thirty four percent. OK. Yeah. So now you, we start there. We start with the with the money. So now let's go to Messi. Wait, hold on, hold on. Before you go to Messi, though, to yeah. add this in too, and also keep in mind where they are. You know what I'm saying? This is uh, that's that Catalan country, by yep. yeah, yeah. And they have a very, because it's a lot of those uh, people are ethnically um, related, and so they have a very tight knit mindset, which goes into business mindset as well. And there's actually not full on, you know, it's not communism, but they have uh, yeah, but because they're owned by the people. They're not, they don't have an owner. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. They have a board that kind of runs it like the Green Bay Packers, you know. Real Madrid's the same way as well. They're run by the uh, people as well, like kind of like a consortium of of the people. So Mm -hmm. I was thinking about the Messi thing. He was like, Messi was getting so much money. And I was thinking about it. I was like, he still was underpaid though. It's like like LeBron. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you could, you should pay him a hundred million a year, if not more, a year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because okay, the, and I'm thinking about this now. I'm going into and I think the reason the Ponzi scheme comes from is how much money I looked it up. How much money do you all think that Barcelona made per year on non-Messi Barcelona jerseys? I don't know how much. They made three hundred and fifty million dollars on non-Messi jerseys. But the only reason people are getting the jerseys is because of Messi. Ah, you see what I'm saying? And that's what it was without his name on the back. Okay. 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 So now. You and now you're saying we're bankrupt and we're broke now just from a year of a pandemic. <laughs> so okay, okay. Now, keep it going even further. You blocked Messi from going to Man City and it was like throwing up all these flags, all these lawyers going in and pulling out all these different things <laughs> to keep him from believing and, and telling them, like, we got you, we're gonna pay you your money. Then at the last minute, they like, we got your money, we got your money, and then literally send an email out. On the last day of the transfer window, or like two days before the transfer window closes, saying we ain't got it. It was nice knowing you, Messi. It's been great, been around you, but we don't have the money to 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 take care of you. Now they're talking about selling off every player is up for sale for Barcelona. Everybody, everybody's for sale. The Jongs for sale. Desks for sale. I mean, literally, they're doing a bazaar for selling the players. Like they're Osana, they're like they're a random, random team. But you're worth the fourth most in the world, franchise wise. How is it one player leaving has crippled your organization? The reason is, I think they were loaning mm. against the profits of what Messi can bring in. So they were just guaranteed, they were just moving that money 
because that was guaranteed. We got 350 million coming from Jersey sales. We got bobble night. Yeah, but that, that that's a that's a standard business practice. Right. right. But I but I think they rolled the dice too long. Every year they were they were running their figures. They forgot the, the original guys weren't the same guys there later on. They took the book, the quicken books from eight years ago and was like, that's just what we do, and didn't realize that they was cooking the books early. <laughs> and that was supposed to be taken out in five years, but y'all cleared yeah. house maybe up top. You know those same things. Nobody knows. I mean, Everybody knows they go to a new job. You don't know what's going on with the books inside. You don't know why did somebody, somebody move this here, and you didn't know what was going on. With the and they were moving money because of mess. So this whole time they've been running the Ponzi scheme because they've been moving money and expecting money because of Messi and it's because of these different things and loaning against that. So therefore, they not even got no money. This money is fake. It's a fiat. System. Okay, okay, okay. I, I see what you're saying. It's a no, you know, system. They're broke right now. This is what makes it really devastating for them to not advance in the Champions League. Exactly. They, they're still the Super League. Thing. they the last holdouts. Like, we really need this, y'all. I need this. <laughs> and then they might have been in cahoots uh, from the start with that. You know, That's so, what I'm saying. They, the new guys that came in on the books is like, oh, snap. Hey, do y'all right, realize right. that we really it's like hey, negative? He look over at the screen. Greg, Greg, bro, I don't know if you know, but it's like if we keep doing what we're doing, bro, we about to go broken five years. Hey, don't man, don't say nothing. Yeah. He was like, what he was like, but you know what? I got another idea though. Super league. And look, no, no, no. <laughs> It'll all be forgotten. It, it, it's like in run. And when the pan, they if it wasn't for the pandemic, we would have never known they was broke. Right. Daryl, yeah. you normally um, are very extreme with your conspiracies, but you might be actually on the something. I mean, you pre you presented a a, a damn because nobody damn expected this the shutdown like this in the, the economic downturn. So it's and it rose to the surface. Right. Okay, right? Because because we were expecting the ticket sales, the buffer this. We expecting people to come out and buy some jerseys at the game on this beer sales, all this stuff, and it shut down, and nobody can go to the game, and then our team sucks on top of it. Right now, this cat is for real. He and now and he had he had the leverage to where you know what? I don't even really want. He could have really said, and he was saying this. I don't want a salary. Go ahead and give me a percentage ownership of the team. Oh, 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 wait, 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 no, 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 Mm -hmm. Messi was really kind of built them up. They were great before, but I'm talking about where they're like, they're they're worth billions of dollars. There was no way they was worth this much money before. Real Madrid was probably traditionally over time. Man, you Chelsea, all these other clubs were like, Barcelona was not worth this much money until they got Messi and they ran their books off of Messi. So when he's oh, gone, you're losing that caveat with it. And the then I think the other, my, uh, actually, I remember my thought. The La Liga contract with ESPN, I think, had an ironclad thing in the back end. I can't. I have no proof for this. It's only conspiracy. <laughs> that if Messi's not in this league, you don't get as much dough for this uh, this, La, this, this yeah. La Liga ESPN dough thing. It was a, a small little uh, 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 in the fine print of, you know. Well, they probably put it in there because Ronaldo left. They probably did that because it was like, hey, Ronaldo's already gone, so we got to have somebody. Yep. And they signed it the week Man. before Messi ended up going to PSG. That's why I was like, oh, yeah, they was trying to get over a little bit. 
I tell you what, uh, Barcelona's on the clock, man. They got 24 hours to respond to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I look good. And poke some holes in this theory. What's interesting, too, is like to, to go with what you're saying about this, because that is pretty shocking for them to be ranked that high because Barcelona's whole fame and was built on as far as like on the, um, anybody that's not even necessarily a Barcelona fan, just a, a soccer fan. That was always the people's team. Like that's that's what their you know fortune was built off of as far as their popularity goes. That was like Real Madrid was the more aristocratic, you know, uh, fluid yeah. team, the, the big team, the Yankees, the big team, Cowboys. Yeah. And then you know that's the blue collar team is Barcelona. That's the working class team. So for them to be like that, it's it's all because of that Messi era, all of that. And maybe, maybe that's why they don't handle it as well either. Maybe it's they got their hood rich family and they're not spending here. Right and here. and I think that Messi has a small beef with them on a low. He just ain't gonna never say nothing about it. Because yeah, they, exactly. he, he took care of me. He was young. They they, he they probably they feels a when he was hurting all that. But when bobblehead nights happening, Messi, and he ain't getting no bread off of this for like 15 years, and y'all want to pay me no dough to stay. Yeah, yeah, that was dirty. That was definitely. It, it, it feels I mean, like it, I mean, uh, it's all good, y'all, y'all, y'all. Sitting, but I mean, well, how long has it got to be where I got to be giving you only love? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, like, what? How long was I supposed to do that for? I think one day the truth is gonna come out. His thirty for thirty is gonna be crazy. Oh, I, I think ooh, a I lot can't. of this, a lot of this is on the right. Hey, path. the thirty for thirty Barcelona was running a Ponzi scheme. That's what's gonna be the one coming up. Oh, and what I was man, what I was uh, referencing, we were having that conversation is like, but because what ends up really happening in uh, European football, I was like, they have a lot of scandals uh, for various reasons. And we were talking about the situation with uh, Juventus a few years ago, where they were getting caught up in that match, uh, that match fixing scandal or whatever. How your and president that, on yeah. on the club on the club team? Yeah. Oh, and then like with AC Milan, uh, my team man, yeah. like Bertoni. This cat, uh, like, so he he's the owner of the team, not just president, but ends up because he's a he was a media conglomerate guy, like a Ted Turner type, and um, ends up becoming the president of Italy at some point, prime minister, whatever it was, which in and of itself is pretty wild. But it's like it, it wasn't like he stepped down from owning AC Milan, so it's like wait, you know, like whoa. conflict of interest, yeah. We already got this kind of stuff happening. He ended up getting. <laughs> He ended up getting caught up in some weird scandal with some young girls and stuff, getting like some some R. Kelly type situation where he got like videos oh, in. <laughs> and this is the president. So that's why I'm, Barcelona running the Ponzi type scheme, I, that's not far fetched at all to me. To say. No, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, when you look back at the, the history of FIFA, you know what I mean? All of the scandals. Hunter has the World Cup, y'all. That's all we need to say. Uh, oh, Brandon, did you see this episode, man, with um <laughs> when Sheriff Turismo beat Real Madrid? And then like on CS CBS, they were talking about Sheriff because they were like, well, who is this team? And uh it's my I shot the sheriff of everybody yeah. that we call my shot the sheriff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I forgot what they're like out of some small country or something like that. Moldovia. But anyway, like Moldovia. Their, their old their old leadership group were some like ex uh, KGB lieutenants. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like <laughs> so it goes down. Man. And was that you be that was saying that like the girls was like, yeah, like we kick it with them all the time or something like it is crazy. <laughs> no, yeah. And the, like the the it's that's a wild story in and of itself. Like where they play, it really is Moldovia, like or, or Sarkovia. They play in like from uh, the Marvel Universe, they play in a country like that. 
And they have all second-rate, third-rate Brazilian players and South American <laughs> players on there. They best players from Luxembourg. He's the best player on their team. They got some. They got some shady stuff happening over there, and that's 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 European. It's, it's almost like uh, a clean version of boxing. Yes. I really oh. wanted them to. I really wanted them to uh, get to that next round of the Champions League, just for we could, just for we could just embellish, figure out what's going on with them. Now, the only thing that I was thinking about, even more conspiracy, I think I shot the sheriff actually thick through their games against Inter, for they wouldn't get the big, big spotlight. It's like it's like being in, like you don't want all the spotlight because we got too much popping. No, 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 no. It wasn't. It wasn't the spotlight. It wasn't the spotlight. Which what it was. We gonna throw these games against them now because and get going to Europa. And we got people now. They're betting us. They're, they're betting against us now. They're betting on us now. Think we might do something. Now the eyes are in our favor to where we bet against ourselves. We'll get paid off because we're <laughs> taking a dive. Dude, let's hope not, man. But you're right. But you know, you, you got, now you got cameras. They beat them. You got documentaries talking about this team from Moldova. You got too many people coming in town wanting to check out stuff. You know what? Y'all need to go. I know y'all in the top of the group right now. Y'all need to hold this off real quick. We got fly, people flying there trying to interview people and too many people talking. They qualify for Europa, right? Yeah, they down in Europa. They down in Europa. Yeah. Yeah. They did All right, get to fellas. It. That is it for another episode of Just Kicking It. Thank you once again, Double D. Where can I hit you up at online, man? I'm at Sefubinu at gmail.com. And uh, here soon I'll have that... Um, YouTube channel by the same name to check out. But right now, just the uh, email. All right. And also uh, Twitter and Instagram as well. All right, B, uh, where where, where everybody hit you up at? Always spring. Um, You guys can always, you know, definitely appreciate you checking out the pod. Um, All of my handles at uh, Phoenix Pit. Definitely get at me on Twitter. Let's get active in the comments section. All right. And uh, as always, remember, make sure y'all check us out. And after this, we're going to have on tack on to this for everybody listening. We're going to have the live episode tacked on after this. You can check out the live uh, show we did in Amsterdam. Uh, we may have to do another one. B, I don't know what I mean. We, we have to do another one uh, since you're coming back. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I'm in town. You know, that, that's our home away from home. So definitely, yeah. uh, you know, if you're local, come check us out at the Amsterdam. All right. We'll see y'all soon. All right, welcome to the live, first very live, just hey. kicking it, man. We together, man. Hey. We together. First time. First time together, man. You know, we need here. Appreciate all, 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 you guys know what I'm here for. Yeah. So what? What you? What, what, so what do you think about? Let's talk about Arsenal a little bit because we, we only, we only dog Arsenal on this you show. Guys just hate on us. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We we just thought we just thought we y'all was gonna get relegated at one point. That's what we just said. So the only team to never get relegated in the top flight of English football. I mean, you're going to get relegated. I mean, the way them look, it looked early. Them first, them first five games, y'all didn't win no games. Like zero and five. Tells you everything you need to know about these guys.
Chill out, man. Chill out. Chill out. Chill out. Or is y'all coaching uh, Crystal Meth right now at Crystal Palace? No. I'll tell you right now. It's not going to be Patrick You don't think so? Really? Why would not you? Crystal Meth. Crystal Meth is doing, they putting out, they, they pumping weight. That Crystal Meth is going out in the streets. Hold on. If but if we're being realistic, the last time like sleeper picks for manager yeah. did some good shit was Arsene Wenger and like Alex Ferguson. Like if you think about their managing careers before where they picked up, that's the last time like a real like sleeper pick. Because Arsene Wenger was, was coaching the Korean league. Yeah. And all of a sudden he, were, he revolutionized like how people handle like diet and nutrition and healthcare and how it was like, we had a bunch of alcoholics over the high Yeah, That one here. It's Tony Adams and that man. Okay. That man. But hey, we're not gonna play with Ian right now. So we're not gonna play Ian right now. But he revolutionized like the entire like he made it like a, a holistic type of thing where it was like yeah, it had practice but it had to do with recovery and diet and nutrition and all these things and all the clubs were after and all of that. Um, when when uh, when when Emirates is being built, then they were creating the training center over at London Colony. You go down the pitches and you move up, like as an academy player, you move up. But at the very end, you want to be playing down there with the big dog, and so you put that all in the same place. So like, and, and, and Alex Ferguson, you know, came in. He didn't have a manual caliber coaching resume. So are you saying you saying you saying that you saying that y'all would go get a bigger coach? A big name? You have to. Okay. You, have to. You, you look around, you look at what your peers are doing, and everybody that brings in somebody that's questionable that doesn't have a history of winning struggles. Let's make this simple part of this. Is Arsenal a big club? No, 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 that's a real question. That's not a real question. That's not a real question. That's not a real question. That's not, I'm not going to let you do that. 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 I'd like to make a request. I'm not going to let you do that. I'm not going to let you do that. I ask the questions they want me to ask. I'm not saying they're not a type like club anymore. Maybe that's a better question. No they more may still be a big questions. club, though. No more silly questions. That's a big club. Now, this is the question, the biggest one. Hold on, I got something for you. Okay, it's the biggest club in London, too. It is. No, it is. No, 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 no. That's this is the thing. No, no, no. It's all right. <laughs> Incredible position. <laughs> I almost respected for the uh, size of the balls. Yeah, the, the unmitigated balls. Yes. Yeah. But I, also, I, but I, also, but Arsenal also, but also has the most black fans in the world. You know that, right? We'll take it. But this no, but, but no, no, no. I'm saying, but what? Because I've asked a lot of Arsenal. What do you attribute that to? That why is there so many black people are people after in descent? Attest themselves to Arsenal. I don't. I, I I couldn't even answer that. But I will take it back to um, one of my favorite soccer podcasts in in the UK. It's called Touchline Podcast, mm -hmm. run by these like amazing guys. They've got separate like Patreon pods for each of the clubs and their support group. So wow. shout out those guys uh, because they they, they 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 put on great content. And that's like that's what I enjoy listening to after the games, right. especially leading up to a game week. They'll do like a fight card. 
Oh, really? Oh, I'm about to check this out. Okay. Two teams where these guys just battle out. At the end of the day, you try and put a strongest eleven out, and you're vouching for your you know, uh, your team and difference in the year. And to see how many guys get into that. So like, yeah. so if, if, we're, if we're just talking about like the club and, and, and how it grows and what it's like, that, that that's why I go for content like that. But like from Swaziland, like, I was in a small town in a small country, and there was a local team called Arsenal that I was trying to get on. Like a local small wow. team, no affiliation, yeah. no, but that was their name. But if you think about the time frame, I am, let's see, 11, 12, 13 yeah. at the time. So that would put it at 2003, 2004. Oh, you talking about when Henri. So, yeah, so you're talking about that era of Arsenal. So the local, my friend's dad coached the team, but he had real players on it. I wasn't no real player. But I wanted to be on the team so bad. And so I found out, or oh, they're actually named after this, like, real my club that plays sort of watch I was like I think I'm gonna rock with those guys <laughs> I think I'll rock with those guys uh, but going back the reason I uh, the reason I I brought those guys a touchline fracas up is, is because they had an episode um, where I don't know if it was like the Arsenal part which is like Tachi Gunas uh, same, same name on, on Twitter but it was like make Arsenal black again ah, because you think about the times so when we were really yeah. Well, we had the, 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 the first no yeah. the, the first uh, 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 English Premier League team to have an all black midfield. That's legit. When we were foot on neck, <laughs> you would look around. Hey, and that's what I'm saying. Why not about. bring Patrick Vieira in and let's just go hard on it? I think you just reciprocate what happened in the past and bring it to the future. No, Patrick Vieira. Right, that's that what I'm saying. Let's go. To me. He knows that. Goal it makes goal. a lot of sense in terms of like. Players, Dude, and, 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 and if you look at the recruitment of Crystal Meth, they have fucking... This man keeps calling Crystal <laughs> yeah, Palace, Crystal Meth. <laughs> is this a recurring thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, every I'm team good. has a nickname for me. With, with, okay. like, Crystal Meth, he's got them popping. All those African players that yeah. are like... And like let me jump in on that. Yeah. What, what I like the most about what Vieira's doing is uh, incorporating the athlete, not the footballer, yeah. the athlete. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's the future. I, yeah, I I think that the Premier League's gotten more athletic. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Used to like get away with yeah. All the guys used to get away with just being like like that equipped or like that that coach. Just a guy. It's just a guy. Just a guy. Like you need you need athletes. Like you. You gotta be. You look around and you find guys that can run, jump, sprint. You know, cover like all of that stuff. I, I, I come back to guys who have like a good balance of that. Like I think Kyle Walker at Man City is the yeah. best right back in the league. Interesting. Right? Well, yes. And the the reason you re- you would say Rhys James, I'm assuming. Cool. <laughs> I think Rhys James is like a marginal second. Like but he's hey, right Kyle there. Walkers. But part of the yes. things that make that separate them from each other yes. is the athleticism. Yes. Like Kyle Walker recovers a lot. Some people may say yeah. that's because he can't defend the first time <laughs> on the front wow. foot. But no, he just he's just so high up because that's the way like they play How over there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I definitely think athleticism is like where the But game why not Patrick Vieira for, for Arsenal? Yeah. That's not yeah. what we're saying. But if you've why got Patrick Vieira specifically is a bad choice as many. I I just need a guy that wins. But he's winning at Crystal Meth right now. Where's Crystal Meth? They're like in 10th place right now. And Crystal Meth was almost relegated last year. 
He was a trophy. As star. a player. The best great players don't always translate to the coach. Shout out to Ali Gunn Associate. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> great, you got it. Shout out to Ali Gunn Associate. Shout out to Frank Lampard. Shout out to Frank Lampard. <laughs> no, no, no. He's right. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's the best argument. No, no. You made, you, you made the best argument. No, that was it. You shut down our argument because we literally we literally have two uh, more situations. Man, what was this photo I saw the other day? I think it was... Um, Pep Guardiola, Diego Simeon, and maybe Mourinho as players at Barcelona or something. Okay. Nobody talks about those guys like playing careers. No. 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 Nobody talks about that. Yeah. And and and, and a like I don't want to say prime example, but I think about Thierry Henry. Okay. Really good with the Belgian setup because he got. To, but if you look back, I mean. You had you had Colatore come through there. Yeah. Um, oh, so you, you so you've got Ivory Coast. Yes. You know, kind of set up in there. I, I don't know what the like the charm really is. Uh, mm-hmm. I could argue that some of the French players really should have been playing for some African teams. Of oh, course. No, 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 oh, we, that's we had a whole podcast, You did that? No, that's you, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And, and so that, when we had a bunch of those have, guys, we have Spanish players that are quote unquote now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you're you're thinking at that. I I don't know what the draw is. Like, we can't ignore like how big Thierry Henry is as a figure. Legend. God. Michael Jordan of fucking football. Yeah. Is he bigger than Drogba? Debatable. They're neck and neck, I'd say. <laughs> neck and neck. No, that's a jab. I saw that. Yeah, no, I saw it. I said I stepped right to the right. Hold on. Debatable where? No, he's saying it's I, I mean, impact on Premier League. I'm talking about. Uh, a to- <laughs> Why are you puzzled? To- I'm talking about a top flight striker of African descent, uh, doing the business for the club and country, uh, lifting trophies, awards. Uh, these are similar paths. No. First off. No, I mean no. First off. You ever mentioned Didier Trogba and Thierry Henry in the same sentence? Is that blasphemous? Oh, you're saying that it's not, well, not, it's not even that close. Not even close. It's Based not upon... It's not too bad. Show us the facts. This is a different... This, this Here's is what I'm going to say. This is a different kind of yes, podcast. Hey, I know you get away with that Drogba shit when I'm not here. <laughs> but I'm here today. I'm here today. Cheers. We won't put the lights on this man. The lights are about to come on that man, okay? Cheers. First off... So you said... I, I can see... Hey. Henry is... Because, mm. No, because Ain't that Dro- weird? Dro- no, 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 because I can see it from both sides because Drogba for me opened up us to besides that Nigerian squad that bought out, opened up the whole Ivory Coast, the whole African yes. nation being dope. Yes. And then who was on the Senegalese squad that bought out uh, uh I mean you know the the uh, uh Papa from Portsmouth, uh Papa those characters that, that Nigerian squad like yes. 96. They unlocked that no, no, whole no, central that Western African block. And I, I drove but did that and everybody he was did like, that. Oh yeah. he's the guy people knew about him going into the World Cup That's cool. because of him being That's in cool. a player for Chelsea. That's well, cool. I'm just giving you like I I know but the, I'm the, uh, the mar- marketing wise. I'm talking we were wearing our socks, rolling them all the way over our knees. We were in black gloves in the summer, <laughs> trying to be Thierry Henry. Okay. I was a center back wearing number fourteen, <laughs> trying to be. I was playing basketball, okay. wearing number fourteen, trying to be Thierry Henry. We're talking Huge. impact. We're not going to get into change that the generation because it's, yeah. it's 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 cold. Like you, you just don't see it. The Premier League started their Hall of Fame. 
Was it last year or the year before? Uh, year before. Year say. before. Year Who were the first two inductees to the? Uh, Alan Shearer and, and uh, Terry Henry. Yeah. It's not a question. Yeah, no. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like th- these are not the same. Like that's who you are. Like, Terry Henry. And is here's a the thing. Like we can talk. The talisman. We can call. We can talk goal scoring, and put Alan Shearer yeah. in the bracket. But as soon as we stop talking about goal scoring, he goes out. And you start talking about somebody else and Thierry Henry. I get it. it it's a bunch of strikers in the Premier League where everyone talks about... Everyone's going to talk about like they're the greatest or they were the best at something. But they're always going to be like compared to Thierry Henry. No, I don't want to say second best every time or in every aspect. But like there's a whole generation that watched Rooney go from like 16 to like 28. Because... Arsenal's He's, a big club. Well, was if you have to question that, you got problems. Like you know what it time it so is. Crazy. We were, I mean, in the edit, you won't see it, but it was like we live at a move location. Yes. And you went right back in on it. Because you got problems. You didn't give him no. No warm up. No, 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 no. I just want to know who heard him. Somebody heard him. Ouch. And this is where we at. Do you know who it is? It's Van Persie, six three at Stanford Bridge. That's who it is. That's who I, it don't, is. I don't know why the hate That's runs so deep. I don't know. That's deep. Yeah, I'll, I'll, well, because it's, it's only one club in London. I'll give that some. The time. rest of y'all imposters. I'll, I'll give that some thought. Yeah. I'll give it. I'll be honest about like we really haven't been well over a decade in the Premier League. We we well, let's break, let's break that down because half of our supporters say is uh, the American ownership. Um, a, a lot of people say you guys have just kind of lost the, yeah. the the beat of the Premier League. Like you said, um, Wenger put in the nutrition, yeah. the, the training program, but that is lost. That's yesterday, yeah. right? Everybody's and got that now. Everyone. It's has how it. are you going to differentiate yourself? Exactly. Like now that and everybody's caught up. Being a player, uh, having some success at that club. Is he the right guy to take you to the promised land? Can he get you into the top five? No, no, nobody can really say. Like on any manager, until they do, nobody can really say. Mm, okay. Because, you you know, like uh, Rangers in Scotland gambled on, on on Gerard. Yeah. And then they went like X number of seasons, like with this many losses, this many home wins, a championship. Like you think about all those things. Like you're taking a gamble each time, but is it like a calculate? Like are you calculating the risk? Like are you getting some?